At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then, book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back. Silver and Black today, the mailbag edition, Raider Nation mailbag edition here on a Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Have a great Thanksgiving. If we don't see you or talk to you before then, we will have a new show tomorrow. That's Mo is returning tomorrow just in time for Turkey Day. That's right. Mo, so we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about some food. I know some of you only want to hear Raider football, and if you venture away from any of that and talk about your humanity, we hear it from you, and you talk about how terrible it is. Well, if that's the case, sorry. That's just the way we are, and you can go watch somewhere else. But otherwise, <laughs> we're good with you. But have a great Thanksgiving. I hope you guys enjoy family, friends, and loved ones uh, on this great holiday coming up tomorrow. All right, we're going to get back to the questions. Uh, here is Chris in Pensacola, Florida. He says, Josh McDaniels winning one game doesn't change anything. Fire his ass now. That's Chris in Pensacola. Again, Chris, I get it. If you don't like McDaniels and you don't think he's the right coach for the Raiders, fine. Totally cool. I can, hey, everybody's got their opinions. Uh, None of them are right or wrong because they're opinions. Okay. But you just want a game. You just want a game. You're still focused on firing the coaches after 10 games. I don't understand that because here's the deal. Number one, has Josh McDaniels been below even average most of the time this year? Yes. He's had trouble, I think, managing games with play calling and so on. We've talked about an ad nauseum here on the show. But if you think about the fact that when he was a first-time head coach, 32 years old, didn't do well, got fired, he's basically another first-time coach. He's learning on the job. Uh, The players have been cool to warm to the system and to him. I talked about this on the show yesterday with trust. And so I think if you look at this, you have to chill. He's not going to get fired. I'm sorry to tell you. So you're stuck with him, at least for this year and into next year. And we see what they do with the roster. Now, if they do something really great with the roster and they come on, great. But I thought, I, I, I keep saying it, and I know some of you are so entrenched in your feeling that he sucks and that you're entrenched in your feelings 
that the Raiders are going nowhere, and that you're entrenched in your feelings that people can't change their minds or use new data to make informed views of what's happening. But the Denver game was a glimmer of hope. Is it a trend? No. You got to string together wins if you're going to do that. Can they win two in a row? Can they beat Seattle? We'll see. But I'm not saying Josh McDaniels has earned the hearts and minds of Raider Nation by any means, nor should I say you should. That's why I told you, Chris, it's okay if you don't like McDaniels and you think he should be gone, but he's not going to be fired now. And again, enjoy the win. Jeez. This one week, and I'm not trying to, to, to call you out too much, my man. I appreciate you writing in and listening. But, but let's step back here a second. If Josh McDaniels doesn't win another game for the rest of the year, okay, problem. But I think they're going to. I, I think this team turned a corner. Doesn't mean they won't get beat because I think there's going to be teams they face that are more talented. The Chargers, who lost to the Chiefs on Sunday night. The Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to run the Raiders. I really believe that. I, I, I understand the close game, in rivals, all that stuff, but I just don't think they have the talent to keep up with them. And if that's the case then you're going to have to deal with that. So, But here's the deal. Josh McDaniels isn't going anywhere. He showed some hope, and I haven't been a fan, but I will tell you, I saw in that fourth quarter from an offensive play-calling perspective a better job. So I'm going to give the guy credit. You might not want to give him credit, but that's just, hey, you can be an ostrich and put your head in the sand all you want. doesn't change the facts. Patrick Graham called a better game on defense. Now, of course, the Broncos' offense is terrible. So take that with a grain of salt. But that's, that's where I am with all of that. And I just think that um, you can't, even if you disagree with him being coach, you can't not give credit when credit is due. And I thought they turned a corner on Sunday in Denver, and we'll see what they do here in a couple days after the holiday in Seattle. Uh, but Chris in Pensacola, thank you so much for that. So that's Dallas and Pensacola. Now we go back out to Cali. Go back out to Long Beach, and this is Martin Dominguez. Martin says, hey, Josh Jacobs needs to be a Raider. What are the chances they franchise tag him, and would he play for a discount? That's Martin Dominguez in Long Beach, California, the LBC. All right, Martin, um, so two things. One is, I get, I mean, Josh Jacobs having just an unbelievable year. Unbelievable. You got to love this guy running for your team. And I've heard, and I don't disagree at all, I've heard about his heart, his desire, his talent, of course, or he wouldn't be a professional football player. And then this idea that he's running with a purpose, and yes, he is. It's called money. Now, I'm not belittling what he's doing, because it's remarkable. And I think everybody knew he had the talent. It's just been, he's had trouble staying healthy in previous seasons. He hasn't played a full season yet, and he hasn't played a full season this season yet. But he hasn't been injured. He's been healthy, and when he's healthy, he's deadly. But the Raiders decided, based on previous seasons, not to pick up his option on his fifth year. So, yes, they can tag him. Will they for the maximum? I don't know. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. My head tells me no. They made that choice early on. Didn't matter what kind of season he had. Because you can always go get good running, good young, excuse me, running backs. As good as Josh Jacobs? Maybe, maybe not. His contribution to this team, I, I've been saying it for weeks. Without him, they don't have a win. Period. They'd be over. So I love what he's doing. I love watching the guy play. Um, playing for a discount does not exist. Now, if you're somebody like Derek Carr who signed his contract a little lower than maybe some of the market value, that's primarily because that wasn't his first contract or his second contract. Derek Carr, God bless him, was already a wealthy man who set up his family for generations of wealth, just like his brother did. So with Josh Jacobs, he's only got his rookie contract. So this contract may be, especially for a running back who has much shorter career in the NFL than any other position, this may be his only other contract. So you're not going to take a discount. Why would you? Again, generational wealth. You have to take the best deal. Now, maybe the Raiders do. Maybe Dave Ziegler spends money. He likes to spend money. We saw it with Chandler Jones. But um, we'll see what happens with that. I just don't see him getting that kind of money from the Raiders with all that they have to do, right? They have to go get offensive linemen. They have to get defensive linemen, defensive backs, linebackers. I mean, there's so many needs on this team that I, I don't see them spending that money on a... Now, I'm basing that off of what the Patriots did because that's where Ziegler came from last year, as did McDaniels, and they just don't seem to do that. Now, again, these are their own men, though. They can change their mind. Uh, and they did it with Devontae Adams, went out and got him, right? Which was a brilliant move because look how it's turned out. But I just don't see them doing that. I don't see them tagging him. I don't see them... Uh, paying him a big contract, and I don't see Josh Jacobs, nor would I expect him to or think he should, take a discount to play anywhere. So I think the chances are greater that he's gone next year, but you never know. I don't think you should give up hope, but I also think from a business perspective, I don't know that it makes much sense, so we'll see. All right, on to the next one. Oh, by the way, Martine in Long Beach, thank you so much for your, your uh, email. We appreciate you guys sending that in. Um, also, I had a question here. Uh, from Benny. Benny is in Los Angeles, California, and Benny asks, if the Raiders do have a high draft pick, because they have so many needs, if you were Dave Ziegler, would you consider trading down? That is Benny in Los Angeles. So, Benny, good question. Um, again, you know, the Raiders uh, are thinking about the draft already, as as are you fans, because uh, they're only three and seven. So, so playoffs don't look probable. Um, not impossible. I think it's almost impossible, but but yes. Uh, so so your point, I think it depends where you are in the first round. Right now, the team sits at number four overall in the NFL draft if the season ended today. If the season ended today and you're fourth, I don't trade down because I think I could get a quarterback there. Um, and because in the top four, there's three good quarterbacks coming out this year in this class. It's a deeper class than that, actually. But as far as first rounders go, there's going to be three, maybe just two. We'll see what happens with Will Levis down in Kentucky, who I've always liked, but he's kind of slipped off a little bit. 
Hooker hurt his uh, – he can't come out this year anyway, sorry. Uh, but Hooker will come out next year from Tennessee. But this year you have Bryce Young and, of course, you have C.J. Stroud, which I like C.J. Stroud. If you watch him in his accuracy, it's unbelievable for a kid uh, like that. So if they finish in the top four, the chances of them trading down, I think, are, are, are um, slimmer. If the Raiders rattle off some wins here, and let's say they finish middle of the first round, 10 to 15, 10 to 12, somewhere around there, um, I could see them trading down depending who is there and is willing to pay a price. Because I think the Raiders, if you don't get a quarterback in the first round, you're certainly looking for defense or offensive line help. And linebacker, cornerback, all that stuff. So to me, that's that's what I would expect. So if they could, if they're in that middle of the first round, yes, I could see them moving down. If they're at the top of it, I don't. Even though the top picks are a higher value, it just depends on where the board falls. If they can get a quarterback there that'll be your guy after Derek Carr, then I say they don't. But you never know. It's all crapshoot, right? So you have to see how that goes. Um, all right, Benny, great question there on the draft and what the Raiders may do, depending on where they finish. And they're not done yet. I mean, they could win three, four more games. You just don't know. Uh, and we'll have to see how it all uh, pans out after this coming weekend's game against the Seahawks. All right, we're going to take our second break here on the Wednesday mailbag edition, the Raider Nation mailbag edition of Silver and Black Today and Odyssey Original Podcast. When we come back, we'll get to the rest of your questions and then uh, we'll be out of here until tomorrow. I'm Scott Branson. This is Silver and Black Today. Stay right where you are.